Welcome to today's episode of Awaken with Victoria Bond. I'm Victoria and like usual, I am delighted to be here for this channeled message. So if you are listening for the first time, welcome. If you are a repeat listener, then thank you and welcome. And if you do find this content, if you find it helpful, please, please share. Please share the podcast episode that you loved or share the entire link from Spotify, Apple iTunes, or even my website, awakenwithvictoriabond.com, where I have pretty much all my podcasts streaming from. So welcome, 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 and how are we all feeling after the Lionsgate portal? How are we feeling? I have had a mix of clients and my audience telling me how they feel. Some people are seeing all the synchronicities and the signs and feeling the sensory differences in their bodies. Some people are having crumbles. They are manifesting crumbles before their breakthrough. And myself, I've been seeing five, five, fives everywhere. Even yesterday on my drive on my odometer, it was like five, 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 five with a couple of numbers in front of that. But what popped out is that moment that I looked at that, it was the five, 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 like it was like four fives. And I was like, what the heck even? I'm seeing it everywhere from number plates and books on TV. You know, when you pause your Netflix because you want to get up and get your hot chocolate or whatever, or a child is yelling out from the bedroom to give them a kiss goodnight. And I always stop it on like one, 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 or, you know, two, 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 uh, whatever. And at the moment it's the fives and I'm finding that really, really fascinating. So that is meaning that there's pivots happening, there's shifts happening and the universe knows exactly your easiest path of least resistance. And now it's a little bit of an ego thing. Do I, do I do this pivot? Do I do this shift? Do I surrender deeper? Do I take the action for what I'm truly desiring now? Do I take those bold, audacious moves? Or do I just kind of sit back and see what happens and unfolds? And sometimes that is a hard decision to make. So what I'd like to say with you, to you about that is the surrendering to those gut intuitive hits that we have and asking so using the faith and the surrender the compassion and the grace to really say hey I'm willing to hear and I'm willing to take action on what it is that you oh dear universe light beings angels guardians guides spirit teams ancestors are showing me and I want to do the very best I can, but I am human. I do have ego, so please be patient with me because I truly desire to be the best at what I do, so show me that way. And then we continuously get those signs, and those signs are there like little breadcrumbs to say, hey, well done. Today, you did a good job. Today, this is what you did today, and I want to express with these signs and synchronicities that you're on the right track. So don't overanalyze the signs and synchronicities. See a lot of people overanalyzing them and going, okay, what does this mean? So the, and then they make up a big story about that, but it's actually just the universe and all of the of the light beings that we work with and harmony that are in our teams are giving us a little nudge. It's okay, keep going. 
Today you did a good job. Keep going. You're on the right track. Today you showed up with your best foot. You took action. You surrendered. You did the very, very best you could with the tools that you had. And of course, it's a very, it's an objection, objective, like it's um, the word meaning uh, some people might think they've done a good job if they rested all day and others will might think they did a good job if they worked their asses off. So how do we know if we're doing a good job? Because we can feel it and we can feel satisfied, successful, enlightened, peaceful. We can feel those feelings at the end of the day right? Rather than, I did not do enough. That's usually the energy that you are living more external than you are internal. Or maybe you need to change your game up a little bit and sort your shit out a little bit as well. (laughs) So for me, I was feeling a little bit anxious this morning with the, the week ahead as I went too much into my head and I looked at my week and I have quite a lot to fit into the week before I head off onto holiday mode where I will be going away for 10 days and there will be no serving of other people. There will be no big programs or lots of content. It's going to be 10 days of pretty much just family time, me time, learning like usual, reading books, checking in with my one-to-ones every couple of days, which will literally be half an hour every couple of days. But like the stress and the overwhelm and old patterns came up of, oh my goodness, I've got so much to do in so little time and how am I going to do this? And there's only so many hours in a day. And I realized that it was old programming that I was functioning from. The moment I went to the beach to have a, a meeting with Luke, who is my business partner, there's my best friend. Oh, there's another friend. Okay. We're talking to them. Time's a ticket. Got to get this stuff out. I'm walking along on the beach and me, I'm saying to Luke, I need this and this and this and this and this, and I've got to do this. I went into my to-do list and he's like, what are you doing? Like, what is this energy? This isn't how you created what you've created. And I was like, I'm telling you, there's so much going on. There's a lack of time and I need this type of this and I need this type of that and I need this type of support. And he's just like, you need to take a chill pill. (laughs) And I was literally creating a story from evidence of the past, from all of those times I went on into holiday mode or, you know, into this mode of I'm allowed to give myself space and made it a drama. An addiction to working, an addiction to serving, an addiction to hustling, to not relaxing. And here I have come so far creating life by my design and my ego steps in. And my ego is loud. And the drama pattern was big. And the hustle was real. So how real do we want to make it? When we pick up on these patterns, and this is what I want to talk to you today about, is your patterns. But I also want to thread in a little bit of business here in this podcast because it's been a theme that my guides have been really desiring to talk about. And it usually happens once a year and I do a business program or I just serve a lot when it comes to business so people can get their genius out into the world. But when it comes to up-leveling in any way, shape, or form, and if we are trying to create a new way of living, it means our brain's going to come in and try to keep us in the patterns that we have created so beautifully. The patterns of drama, of scarcity, of lack, 
you know, laziness, whatever it might be, hustle. And what do we have to do to receive love as a child? Usually those patterns, they came from there. And mine came up red and raw this morning. I'm going to have to work until 10 o'clock every night to get the work done that I need to get done so I can have a break. Oh my goodness. And I'm just like, no wonder I'm like, won't have a holiday because it's not even worth the drama of getting ready for a holiday. And the funny thing about all of this is, is this even mine? There's not really any stress because everything's kind of taken care of. So who spins out before they go on holiday? Who makes a big deal? Who makes a big drama? Who has to have their house perfect? So it's absolutely perfect when they come home. So they're going to make it a drama for a whole week before they go. And they've got to make sure that everything is all completely taken care of so they can go on holiday and rest. I'm not saying this is wrong, but where have I taken on absolute drama patterns and drama codes from other people when really there's nothing to worry about? So what am I doing? And that's a really good question for us when we are going through massive shifts, when a portal has come down, we have given it up to the portal. We have decided to surrender and to take audacious levels of action, like whatever. And then the pattern comes back in. And you know, the pattern that I applied to my conversation with my husband, my business partner, was not one that I have <laughs> been using for a couple of years. Probably because I haven't actually been on a decent holiday for a couple of years. Or maybe ever. I don't know. But I went into a bit of a stress mode and my ego came up. And when that happens, we need to be compassionate and graceful when it comes up. Because we are trying to break the patterns. And to break those patterns, we need to see the pattern. We need to understand. I actually call them ego attacks. And this is something that I've been finding really interesting. I'm going to be doing more, more trainings on this, especially when it comes to what I'm creating at the moment, which is business portal. And the ego comes in and we ridiculously get agitated or bitter or frustrated or angry. It's something that it's, we shouldn't. Like It's something that makes no sense. It's like I notice with people in business, if they feel like someone's copying them, like someone may have been inspired by their post and then they feel like someone's copying them and they go on this rampage of you copied me, sending emails like how dare you do this or like, it's very common. This is very common. I've seen this happen to so many people. And I'm sure years ago I was like, oh my gosh, these people are copying me. Like, I don't really remember. But the thing is, who cares? <laughs> if someone is inspired and they're using like basically your message, but they're writing it themselves, then you're doing your job, right? And we don't see those high-level coaches like Amanda Francis or Melanie Ann Leia. We don't, say, we don't see them going, oh my gosh, I inspired you all and now you're all going and creating content about what I inspired you about? No. They turn around and say, yes, it's working. You know, and unless somebody copies word from word for word for word, which is like literally not cool, but unless that happens, they're really not going to give a shit because they know their message is being heard and it's actually a compliment. But what actually happens is 
every time we go to up level in business or in relationships or life, a test will come up. And this is like an ego test. How are you going to deal with it this time? This time that you're triggered when you see this person's post. Or this time, you know, you've been working on your marriage and then you go up for dinner with a couple who just seem to have their shit together and you're triggered at the PDA. You're like, oh, those people, she's too perfect. They're too nice. There must be some, they must be fake. You know, like, I don't know where that's coming from. I've never experienced that, but I'm sure people do. That people get jealous. They get envious. And this is the coolest thing about that. If this happens in business, if this happens when you're up-leveling every area of your life, then you know that you're being tested and all you have to do is witness and observe yourself and say, interesting, I'm curious about what is happening right now. I'm going to step back and observe myself and potentially even do a meditation where I get taken out and I can look back at myself and see it from a different viewpoint. Hmm. Why am I having this rage or this deep sadness or why am I bitter or twisted? Why do I want to hide? Why is my gut dropping? Why am I afraid to receive my next level? What am I available for? And this is really, really interesting. When we realize what we're available for and what we're not, and we've got these really high standards, and this is what I teach in my one-to-ones and Magnificent Mediumship Certification at Reborn, all it is about is holding your standards, knowing your boundaries, knowing what it is you want in life, and holding yourself, centering yourself. Are you going to become uncentered? Yes. You're going to go up and down. You're going to get ego attacks. You're going to have emotional contraction. You're going to go out of alignment, but it's not about always being in alignment. It's about having a baseline that you can come back to to go, hang on a minute. Okay. So we're off track there a little bit. Yep. 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 But here I am. That's right. What are my goals and targets and where am I at now and how can I be back on track? It's just as simple as going to the gym and doing running, getting into a rhythm and then like life happens. It happens with my ginger water all the time oh my god I haven't had ginger water for two weeks what the hell Victoria (laughs) get back on track let's not make it a drama let's not make it about me let's not make it about being a failure because failure isn't real you don't fail unless you see it as a failure you jump back on and you keep going consistency is key for everything You be a consumer or you be a guide. What are you going to choose? What are you going to be? What is popping for you with this conversation? Some of you might be getting sharp stabbing pains in the head, (laughs) waking up that unconscious mind of where you've been playing in those areas. Some of you might be passing out asleep right now if you're listening to me while you're lying down. Some of you might be super triggered, super activated, and that is okay. Essentially, we're all human. Essentially, we all have ego, literally. We have ego. We are conditioned. We are all programmed. We have all got different superpowers. And we're here to share that with the world. And it is our, it's our unconscious kinks that get in the way. 
It is when we actually have everything that we're truly asking for, having is the evidence of wanting. So I love how Carolyn Elliott says that in Existential Kink. And it's true. Having is the absolute evidence of wanting. Like, that's what you get. If you want to not be seen and you want to hide and you're sulking because your content isn't working, then okay, <laughs> you're not going to get clients because having is evidence of wanting. You don't want the clients. You don't want the money. You want it to be easy, but you're not willing to do the work. And the biggest thing I've learned, and with being a multiple six-figure coach for three and a half years now, is that I'm here to serve. I am serving right now from my heart because I have a message, because I want to, while my kids are going and prepping and getting ready because we're going out for dinner. I am here with you serving and I don't have any excuses. I'm like, I have to work. I have to serve these people. I have this job to do. I'm like, I'm going to do my podcast now because that is what my gut is telling me to do. You can have a shower, you can get dressed and I'll see you later. <laughs> Whatever, right? And then I'm like, and then I'll race in and get dressed and we can go out for dinner. Yeah, it's going to be great. I want to serve. I want to serve more than I want to do anything else in the world. And I know that you do too. Maybe it's not on a podcast. Maybe it's not on a platform where you're standing there doing mediumship card pulls or talking to people's dead ones, loved dead ones that have passed. Like, no, maybe it's not that. But maybe it's a service that you bring to the world every day with being as authentic as you possibly can. And what if you were ballsy enough to take off the masks, to not try to fit in, to be the people pleaser, or to get it perfect and right? Like, do you know how many people, how many clients don't achieve what they want to achieve when they begin with me because of perfectionitis, because, fear, because of fear of failure, because of fear of success? Perfectionitis, fear of failure, and fear of success are like, honestly, the things that are stopping people from succeeding. So how do I succeed in my business? Yes, there's systems. Yes, there's strategy, right? And you hear this from so many coaches. It's like everyone's going, where's the systems? Where's the strategy? You can Google systems, right? Like everyone that is making over six figure figures has, I call it a fun funnel. This is something I'm bringing into my mastermind. A fun funnel. My funnel is fun. My funnel is fun. What does that mean? So a funnel basically is you've got a starting point, which is usually a free platform, which you're giving people a taste of you, creating a know, like, and trust. So people can literally, like I say, have a taster of your aura. Do I like this person? Do I feel like I know her? Do I resonate with her or him? And do I trust this person? And this can be a variety of different ways. It's basically us just being us and coming from a space of service. Now, whether people choose or not to go further with you is completely up to them, right? But you have to have the space of open source, as Michaela Sheldon explained to me in a reading. And here you are with open source, sharing freely with the world 
And you know what? Good on all those people that listen to my podcast, do my free programs, they're in my communities, and come on and get a free, come into Awaken Community with Victoria Bond on Facebook and receive free readings. Like, good for them. Those people taking action on my free stuff are my favorite people because they're doing the things. They're taking radical action and they're showing that they can be self-led. And of course, if they desire to go deeper with me, they can. They can do like, I don't know, I'm doing a $12 program right now. They can do that so they can see more of that no like and trust. They can really have a big taster. What is it, what is it like for me talking to you individually? What messages do I have for you? How do I interact with you? How do our auras mix together? And then some people will come into my certification, Magnificent Mediumship Certification. Some people will be like straight to one-to-one and MM. I have that a lot. That's the way I do things. I'm like, can I do your program, but can we up-level to one-to-one, please? Because I want a lot of one-to-one attention, you know, specifically on me and how I can grow. So this is about creating fun funnels. And some people are going to like it, some people are not. But the platform that I create is fully, totally, and unapologetically me. And there is a lot of this kind of resistance residue, which I was just talking, I've also got a membership called Spiritual Magnificence Membership, like a weekly membership where people can come and go as they please. There's no contracts or anything like that. It's just a weekly payment. And I did a training today all about resistance residue. And there is a residue when we go from one space of living and financial finances and relationships, like one standard, and then we change our standard, we up it. So we've got better boundaries, we've got better standards, we are honoring ourselves so much deeper, so much more. Then what actually happens is there's this residue left behind, and this is why I'm an energy clearer and in magnificent mediumship, we learn energy clearing very, very early on in the game. And that is because we need to clean up the residues. But you've got to understand that we're human. So from time to time, when there's something that is like a, a parallel experience, so like going on holiday, for instance, like I talked about today, or doing a launch of a program or putting yourself out there on a platform or whatever it is, whatever you're doing, going to, it could be going to a party or taking a flight, you know, whatever you've got a little bit of like <laughs> about or in the past you've had some resistance about and it's been a bit scary and you've had to be, have a big breakthrough that residue comes back in that memory comes back in those neuro pathways in your brain are like oh I remember this I've got to go into a bit of a stress out and that's what I did today oh my god I'm going on holiday I've got so much shit to do how am I gonna fit it all in oh my god And I made it a drama. One of my patterns is drama. And my husband's looking at me like, I'm totally crazy. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, you don't understand. There's not enough time and day. And it felt so real. At the same time, I'm laughing inside going, this is my ego. I'm holding myself back. This is a resistance residue that I have still got somewhere in my vibration. The best way to break through is to hop on that plane when you've got a fear of plane 
and know that it maybe it'll go away, this residue, maybe it won't, but you're going to do it anyway. It's to show up and shine instead of freezing or fleeing. We do the whole fight, flight, or freeze. You know, I tend to freeze a little bit if it comes to work and I get overloaded because I'm like, how am I going to do all of this? I'm a projector. There's not enough time in the day. That was my story for so long. How am I going to do it all? I've got to hustle to make money. All of that energy. I'm just observing it and watching it and going, oh, I know this isn't true anymore. I'm observing my feeling. This feels very real right now. Why don't I go look at my diary and actually see where I've got spaces to rest? What if it didn't have to be dramatic? What if I'm actually getting off on this drama? And what if I just kept taking steps forwards rather than freezing and self-sabotaging? In other words, upper limiting that Gay Hendricks talks about. I like to reference the, these books that I have read that have been really profound. And one of my coaches, she wrote a book called Paid to Be You. And she told me about existential kink. She told me about the big leap. And I found in her book as well, Paid to Be You, they're all really incredible books where I'm always going back to. You know, these resources that we have in book form and podcasts and programs that we've purchased are so powerful because we get to go back and back and back to them. So we are creating different pathways in the brain. So the resistance residue, it may come up, but we work through it quicker. I could literally still be holding on to the drama. I've still got a little bit of that charge within my gut right now, just a tiny bit. But I'm very aware that it's an old energy rather than bypassing it. And this is why people talk about spiritual bypassing all the time. Rather than bypassing their energy, I'm like, no, I, I do feel this. Yeah, but I feel it in my body. Now, how I deal with it is a different thing. I could go to dinner tonight and tell everybody, oh my God, we're going away in 10 days. I've got so much work to do. That was my story this morning. I actually said that to my friend on the beach. I'm just, she said, how's work going? I'm just so busy. I've just got so much to do because I'm going away and my daughter's got exams. And when I look back on that, I'm like, oh, that's not really the consciousness I'm choosing right now. Interesting story. What was I trying to prove? Who was I trying to be? Why don't I just say, yeah, it's going. It's, it's a good problem to be busy, right? It's amazing. And why don't I say, I get to serve all these people. I get to serve them. Maybe I'm not quite having as many spas and naps during the day for this week, but still had a spa and went on the beach today. You know what I mean? So having is the evidence of wanting. Why do I want the drama? Why do I want the, this energy? This is applied, and I really hope, please let me know if using my own examples is helping you and if it's, you know, relevant at all. And I hope that you can apply that to yourself and whatever you are struggling with at the moment. And just become, being that observer and like taking like that back step and going, okay, I'm watching myself right now. I'm slightly cringing, but that's okay. This is the old way of doing things and there's a new way of doing things, but Obviously, this part of me wants to be coming up right now to be felt and seen and witnessed, not bypassed. So I see her 
but I don't choose to feed this. I don't choose to feed my ego that is trying to upper limit me from actually having a great experience. And the truth is, I've always had some resistance residue around airports because I'm a highly sensitive person and they're very overstimulating for me. So where am I tapping into all of that overwhelm and making it a drama? Do you know what I mean? So to be a multiple six-figure or multi-million dollar coach or person is really about being as authentic as you possibly can and not caring when people are judging you. It is none of your business what they are saying or doing. And in fact, if you have a problem with somebody or if they have a problem with you, then you need to look at the mirror of what that is telling you. And this going back to that whole comparing thing, I love talking about this in business and I'm going to be talking about it so much more in my up and coming mastermind because when we are in that mode, we are not in a powerful mode. We are not being present and focused on what we are creating. We are focusing on what other people are creating. And what empaths and projectors can do, like myself, is I can look at what other people are doing and I can start worrying for them. Oh my God, what are they doing? They're going to burn out. They're working too hard. And what this is called, if you're worrying about other people rather than minding your own business, is distraction. So to be successful doesn't have to be hard. I don't have to hustle this week. I really care about serving. I really do. And I like to, I really like to overgive. I want to make sure everybody is totally looked after. My systems are in place. I care. I'm a projector. I like systems. I like to make sure everyone is looked after and everyone's informed. And I am very imperfect and I'm kind of throw the spaghetti at the wall kind of girl and hope it sticks. But what I've learned is I can't throw spaghetti at the wall and hope that it sticks if I want to continue to do multiple six figures. You can do that to get the first six figures in your business, but you can, or 10K months or whatever, but to make 50K months, 20K months, 80K months, 100K months, like to make consistent multiple five figures and multiple six figures yearly, you have to have your shit sorted when it comes to your emotional energetics, your spiritual energetics, your physical energetics, your strategy. And this comes from knowing your genius, knowing yourself and being the strongest entity in your reality. We must be humble, but we must also own our potency because this is where alignment comes in. We must be willing to have some stickability. So that means following through with things. So today in my business, I was like, okay, you should be going to the gym now. I need to run 8K today. And we had a whole lot of stuff that needed to get done. I had accidentally deleted some stuff. We had some contracts to put out for my new offer. And I had deleted all the information for the shirts. I'm a 3.5. I'm kind of messy sometimes on my computers. I had to rewrite it. So that meant I didn't go for the run. Now, I know what you're thinking. If you've listened to me before, I'm all about choosing self first. But I did sleep in and I did go for a walk on the beach, right? I didn't start work until 11 o'clock. And then I did two trainings for one of my groups because I'm going on holiday. So I want to serve them. 
And then I was like, oh, whoops. I'm going to have to redo that, which means I'm going to serve first. I'm going to I'm going to sacrifice my time at the gym right now and be flexible and go in the morning because I've got the audacity to be successful in business, which means sometimes I have to do a sprint. I've got to get the things done. How many hours have I worked today? No more than four. Like, literally. I prob Probably four max. We're probably actually just hitting about three now, and I want to get some more stuff done. Because I'm aware that stuff needs to get done in a certain amount of time. And I can distract myself with stress, with stories. That's why I started doing, telling my friends on the beach how much work I've got to get done. Why would I do that? Past patterning. Past patterning is literally how we live sometimes. But it's not going to get us to the destination that we want to be in. We have to reprogram the brain. And this is why I love, I love the brain. And I love doing all sorts of different brain techniques to, you know, recreate different pathways. And when we are shifting our conscious awareness, this is what we're doing. We start thinking and acting and being different. And while I was on the beach, having this meeting where I was going into a little bit of a drama farm, which is a common pattern that I used to have. So it's interesting it came up now because I thought that pattern was gone, but they never really go. They just sit there and we have to be in our awareness, right? And then <laughs> I was just answering some of my my one-to-ones with a walk in my walkie-talkie coaching. And then I was like, okay, I've got to go catch up to Luke. So I run up to Luke and I wanted the space from his aura anyway, so I could try to figure out why I was doing what I was doing. And I ran up to him and he had this big smile on his face. And I said, why are you smiling? What are you doing? And he goes, I'm being positive. Positivity is the only thing that creates. And, you know, rather than a past pattern, we would be like, oh, we're not even talking the same language. You can't hear me. You can't hear me. You know, like we did a few years ago. Now it was like, okay. So I realize I'm in a past pattern. This is an old re resistance residue. And I know I need to clean this up. What I require to do is spend some time alone and get to work. But I need to get to work and to tick off some of the actions that I have put on my list today and know that everything I get done today is enough. And I love how Amanda Francis says this. She goes to bed and she's like, I've done everything I can do today. That is enough. I've done enough. I have done enough. My standard is to have the time on the beach to ground. My standard is to have that time out to drink my cacao, to talk to my clients, to chat to a friend, to listen to some music, to have a spa, to serve my clients. I have a high standard. Today I didn't go to the gym. whoop de do Sacrifices have to be made sometimes, you know. So go tomorrow. Adapt. And you know that word adapt is really important because we have to adapt in business. This week, I don't just want to be in a sprint in my business. I want to be a mum. And this week is a week that I have to be a mum because it's my daughter's, like her exams for dancing. And I want to do the hair and I want to take her and I want to celebrate with her. And I want to be there 
present with her this week to ask her how she's feeling. Does she need a practice? What are the notes from the teacher? I want to be there this week to cut their hair because obviously I was a hairdresser for 20 years, if you didn't know. And I want to be there to get them ready for school and see how that school went after school. But yes, I am a multiple six-figure coach. Do I have nannies? Do I have housekeepers? No, I chose I didn't want that because I wanted to be there for my children at this stage while they're eight and 10 so I can experience this with them. My choice. So sometimes that might mean that I missed out on the gym or I'm going to sacrifice and get up really early tomorrow morning, which I'm going to do. Now I've said that, I have to do that because I've got accountability because I'm, I've voiced this out to you, right? And tonight we're going out for a birthday dinner. So I, I have to stop working and I'm going to have to go and be human and social. This is living. This is living. And we can get so obsessed and then beat ourselves up for not having that 12-hour day or have, you know, this or that. But when you've got kids, when you've got a life, when you want to be everything you can, but you must have flexibility, you have to be able to adapt. And when that resistance residue comes up, when you are bringing yourself into an old pattern of hustle, you need to be able to observe it. Whether it's in a relationship, whether it is an old pattern like flying where you freak the fuck out or whether it's going on holiday. I've got a thing about going on holidays. Every time I've gone on holidays, I've always worked. Every time I've gone on holidays, I've always, it's always been a hustle or a flight that I was nearly late for or I've created a drama about it or like the, I was secretly missing my children so much because they were babies and here I was trying to, I was bypassing it. I want want to truly go on a holiday where I can receive, where I know that I've done enough, where I know that everything's working for me because I am here for service and even service providers, even guides and teachers, they require total time out where they're not serving. That's what makes them great guides and service providers for the world. And I believe we are all this. I believe we truly are, and my unconscious kinks are going to be different to yours. My unconscious kinks are mine, and they are kinky, and they are big, and we don't just have one hypnotherapy session and they're gone. They keep coming up. They keep coming up, and we get reminded by the triggers that are around us. We get reminded by when we're scrolling and we're getting triggered that this person is thriving and why aren't we and why aren't I there yet I'm putting in the hours or there's not enough time in the day or my husband doesn't understand me or my partner doesn't support me or my kids are taking energy I don't know whatever it is stories and how to get out of those stories and how to create what it is you want to create in this world and be abundant while doing it means you have to be audacious, hairy, big, hairy, audacious goals, which is what my life coaching teacher used to say all the time. What are your hairy, audacious goals? This is what I say all the time. Maybe you get them. Maybe you don't truly want them. Maybe that's just what you think you want. This is when the kinks, the unconscious kinks come up. 
when we want to get something and we're just about to do it and we know we're going to have a spiritual breakthrough and a monetary breakthrough or a relationship breakthrough and then we get sick and it's out of our control. Whoops, can't go to the gym anymore. I rolled my ankle. You know, like accidents happen. But if having is the evidence of wanting, what are we truly creating? And what can we observe about ourselves without deflecting what we've already created or like blaming other people? Where do we blame other people rather than noticing that everything is a mirror and that we have total control of what we're choosing? If a friend is no longer playing that game, where did we decide we didn't want to be friends with that person? And they've just revoked their invitation. Where are we blaming other people for stepping out when it was actually our energetic choice and the universe made that happen? Where are we saying we're in scarcity and we're broke because of A, B, and C instead of acknowledging that actually the scarcity and the brokenness keeps us safe and small? It's not until we have that mindset shift that we realize it's safe to receive more and that we have those choices, we can hold a higher standard, we can learn how to say no and how to say yes, and we can go to those edges, expand that capacity, and step into something greater. And most of the time it's going to be scary as fuck, but most people don't get to those edges where it is so scary. It is so, so scary that you feel like you're going to throw up. Most people don't jump. Most people don't dive. They don't do the thing because they're too afraid. What happens if you don't just put your toe in? What if you fully immerse yourself? What happens if you, you know, for me it was jumping off the cliff and hoping that the freaking parachute was going to work, you know? And physically I can do that. I can hop in a plane. I did it twice for my 25th birthday. I went skydiving like twice. I'm like, yeah, I'm all up for anything. But in real life, to step out and say, I am a psychic medium and I teach this. And I'm a great coach and people that come into my world transform. I'm not going to make them do anything. But if they're choosing, then they're going to have shifts, massive shifts. And I can show them because I've done these things. That there is not cocky. It's just owning my power. And that there is scary. And when people say, I'm an amazing coach, but the money isn't coming. I'm like, you've got money issues. You've got receiving issues. You've got ego issues. The humbleness comes in when we are willing to be seen, when we are willing for those tomatoes to hit us on the stage and people go, boo, when we're willing to get no's, when we're willing to fail and we know that we can't fucking fail because we will get up again and try it a different way. And that is what I'm willing to do, I am willing and I am willing and I am truly willing to have the courage to do that. Am I perfect? No. Am I making millions and millions and millions of dollars? No. Am I choosing that right now? No. Because I don't have it. Having is the evidence of wanting. But what I do have is a thriving business that I'm super comfortable with, that I love, that pushes me to my edges where I make multiple six figures every year. And I am a little bit scared because I know the up level is coming. I know that those are, uh, that are listening are desiring to work with me. And I know that I can hold a bigger capacity. And I know that we're never meant to be comfortable for long.
So where are you sitting in your comfort? Where are you ready to, ready to dive? Where are you ready to drop the perfectionitis? And I show up imperfect. And people are always pointing it out with my wonky words and my um, spelling mistakes. And I just say, thank you. I'm so grateful for you sharing that. And sometimes I'm like, great. I really did need to know how to spell that. And other times I'm like, I don't want that because I showed up and I'm changing lives because I'm inviting other people to be imperfect, to say no or to say yes and to strive for what they want and to take a chance on themselves. This is how you grow your spiritual business. This is how you show up in this world. You allow yourself to see the kinks, to see the failures, to know that there is an, always another way to trust yourself, to have grace, to have compassion, to receive support and help. And every time I have an ego attack, I message a friend that I trust and I go, oh my God, I just have to tell you about this ego attack. As soon as I get it out and I hear it back, I'm like, <laughs> don't need to repeat that again. And I will either delete it or I'll say, thanks for listening. <laughs> I'm good now when I crack up laughing because I realize that that is no longer a pattern that I'm choosing. Now I'm going to go and have dinner with my family. So I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast. Please feel free to share it. Please feel free to comment. Please share it on your stories if it's resonated with you. If you are ready to take those next steps with me, this is the invitation. You can come into Spiritual Magnificence, which is a weekly membership where I go live. We've got breathwork. We've got mentoring. There's a library with $10,000 worth of stuff. There is also magnificent mediumship certification starting a day before my 40th and this is what I'm doing to celebrate my 40th as well as going on holiday I'm starting the program because it's the 10th round and we are putting in two extra bonus weeks this round integration weeks which are going to be hugely supportive and of course I have got my one-to-one -one sessions available where I've got two spaces available at the moment I keep my one-to-ones extremely intimate and I never take too many because I'm always available for my one-to-ones energetically and I'm checking in with them daily. So if you are being called to work with me, please feel free to, to email us or to find me in the DMs and my team will send you any information. We can set up a call if required, if you want the more elite packages. And keep your eyes and ear out as well, ears out, because in November I'm starting a business, like a business mastermind, and I'm building it at the moment, and it's going to be fabulous. It really is, and I've just got so much I want to share because a lot of what's happening in this industry is there's this a lot of like cold DMing and these systems that are just not working, and I think we need to be super organic. You do not have to have groups of thousands and thousands and thousands to sell and I make selling super easy and funnels fun and just literally it's just an extension of who we are but there's some reprogramming that has to happen around that for so many of us okay my loves I can't wait to hear from you I really hope this was worth the wait there has been a week gap and share, share, share. Let me know that you shared. I'm always grateful to hear from you and to hear what your biggest aha was from this. Remember, there is a codex in these podcast episodes. They are transmissions. So 
there is only so much planning I do. I just let it flow through as I read the energy. And I always trust that everyone that listens gets exactly what they need from the transmission. Sending you so much love. Have a beautiful day. Talk to you soon. Listening to today's episode. I trust that you got those golden nuggets that you required to shift your consciousness, to expand your awareness, and to turn up your capacity. I invite you to share this podcast with anyone that you feel would benefit from it. And also share the golden nuggets that you have learned with your friends, family, and of course, clients. You can contact me if there's anything that you want to specifically share with me or if there's anything you want me to specifically share on the podcast. You can check out the show notes and find me on my socials and myself or my team will get back to you. My heart to yours. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you soon.